Hello and welcome to Ask Dr. Gill, the podcast. I'm Dr. Gil Winkleman and uh, thank you for joining me today. I want to have a shorter podcast today, um, kind of a follow-up on last week's talk on epigenetics. I got a few questions regarding some of the comments I made both in the podcast and also in my article just about how, you know, there's there's changes in the diet and switching back to a good diet, not um, bringing as much health in as you might expect uh, with going to a good diet and wanted to explain a little more about that and talk about elimination and why that's so important and how it relates to uh, diet changes and so forth. So, so as a quick reminder, so in last week's podcast, I was talking about epigenetics, which is um, the science of how our DNA turns on and off. And one of the studies I pointed out was a mouse study where you have, uh, you know, brown colored fur mice who are very healthy and they're eating a typical mouse diet. And you switch the, to the mouse equivalent of the standard American diet. And I, I'm not a researcher. I don't know what that is. But, I, you know, I don't think they're feeding a McDonald's or something like that. But something close uh, for mice. And, um, and they become they, – their fur color changes. And it, it becomes like this yellowish color. And um, they also have an issue with diabetes. They start having diabetes diabetic symptoms and high blood sugar and so forth, uh, high triglycerides. So, so the, the, the comment I made in this is in the mouse studies, if you switch them back to the original diet, um, it doesn't always reverse the color and the, and the, the, the color as well as the diabetes. And what, you know, people were kind of like, well, why would I switch my diet if I'm not seeing the changes with the dietary switch? And it's a really good question. So what the mouse studies highlight is that the change, there's a third change required to allow for the reversal of the fur color and the diabetes. And I've seen this with my patients as well. We need to do another intervention in the case of the mice, they actually, if you give them either uh, L-methionine or methyl B12, they see changes uh, once they switch the diet back. So it's the combination that does that. And, and so, so that, that has to deal with the epigenetic shift. The issue with diet I want to talk about is actually twofold. The first piece is that the mice would not have changed from diabetic or non-diabetic to diabetic and then back without the second intervention, okay? So if you have a diabetic mouse and you don't change their diet, so you're still feeding them a standard American diet and you give them B12, they're still going to be diabetic. So the important piece here is that it's not the diet by itself that will lead to the changes that, that, that we want to see. Now, the other piece to this is that dietary changes are important for the purpose of elimination and improving elimination. So, 
So I want, that's where I want to spend the bulk of this talk today is to talk about elimination. It's one of these topics that um, we love in naturopathic school because people um, in, you know, in general who come to us are not eliminating properly. So l- let's talk about that. Uh, and it, it goes back to the issue and the question of why do I need to change my diet if I'm not going to have the, the benefit, if I'm not going to reverse stuff. Well, like I said, you need, you need to, uh, at a minimum, you need to change your diet so that you set up the conditions that any other interventions that might happen, you'll start to see improvement. Now, it's not that you have to do that first, um, and that's an important consideration. I don't usually start with diet changes with my patients. When they first come in, in fact, probably 95% of the people I work with expect me to change their diet at the beginning of the treatment plan. And and, um, they're really surprised when they leave and they're like, well, aren't we going to talk about my diet? I'm like, well, no, actually. I mean, you know, most of the time I don't because... I want to start them moving in a direction where they're starting to feel better, where they're more inspired to be doing their diet. Now, I, I do have patients come in and they're like, I want to work with my diet. And of course, I will. If, if you were to come to my office and say, I really need help with dietary stuff, I'm going to work with that because you're telling me that. But that's not where the majority of people come from. And um, uh, uh, I do have people coming to do detox programs and, and those people we definitely do that. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about my detox program at the end of this, uh, at the end of the podcast. So, okay. So let's talk about elimination though, because this is, this is really, really important in health in general. And, um, uh, so I want you to get an image in your mind real quick of a, of a bucket. And at the bottom of a bucket is a little valve. Okay. So you got that image and there's a spigot that's constantly putting it water into the bucket. And the valve, if it's open, the water comes in and the bucket's filled, you know, it's filled up to a point, but water's coming out the bottom of the bucket through the spigot. Now, imagine that we plug the spigot at the bottom of the bucket, but we allow the water at the top to continue pouring in. Well, eventually the bucket's going to overflow, right, through, uh, through over the top. And that's sort of the image I use with patients to describe the effects of toxins and stress on the body. So we constantly have toxins and stress building up in the body. Uh, We have things that are coming either from uh, poor quality foods, you know, foods with preservatives, foods with pesticides, um, high fat foods, that, uh, you know, trans fats, um, lots of sugar, those things are, are the body sees as toxic, right? We also have things coming in through the environment. Um, a lot of the cities that we live in, if you live in the city, you have high amounts of um, uh, exhaust, for example, coming from cars, or there's industry that spews things out. And um, uh, depending on where you live, uh, there, there'll be different components. And, and by the way, if you uh, want to check this online, there are websites that will tell you which 
uh, environmental pollutants are released into the air in your particular neighborhood. And it, it can be very sobering. I actually did this when I first moved to Portland about 20 years ago. And a friend of mine had done a website to do this and we looked it up. And I was shocked to see sort of the amount of heavy metals that were released in my neighborhood just from a few small businesses um, is, is kind of what they figured out. So it's something that, that you can look in. The point, though, is that you, it's important to recognize that we're constantly being bombarded by this stuff. And if you live out in the country, I mean, there's, a, there's stuff out there, too, depending on where you live. If you live, like, in the middle of nowhere, say, in the middle of Montana, where there's not a lot of farming happening, you're probably good as far as environmental <laughs> stuff goes. But um, mo- most of us don't live there. So, so um, the valve at the bottom of this bucket is our ability to eliminate these toxins. So there's three major areas that we can eliminate from. We can eliminate through the lungs. We do that by breathing. Um, we can eliminate through the kidneys, and we can eliminate through the digestive tract and through the liver. So the kidneys, we urinate, and we, we can remove a lot of water-soluble stuff. Digestive tract and liver, we do eliminate some water-soluble stuff, but we also eliminate fat-soluble stuff. And that goes out through defecation. Um, I'm not going to talk about the lungs this time. Uh, I will in another podcast. I will say that the amazing things about about the lungs is that uh, I I think they're underrated as an organ of elimination. Um, And it's really important for uh, acid-base balance in the body and so forth. But... I'll talk about this in a different podcast. For now, what I really want to talk about is the other two organs of elimination, the kidney and the digestive tract. So kidney is fairly simple. You know, it's it's going to filter the blood. It's going to filter out. Uh, uh, it also does some acid-base balancing. It's going to help us retain our sodium and pota- mostly our potassium, actually, and it, because that is less uh, via, available in the in our diet and so forth, and it eliminates toxins v- that are water soluble through urination, and this is a really important aspect of our health that we really don't think too much about, and it's the reason that drinking water is so important and. The general rule of thumb, if you have healthy kidneys and don't have any other health problems, is you should be drinking at least half your weight in ounces every day and replacing any coffee that you drink, any caffeine, with also with water because caffeine is a diuretic. So you want to make sure that there's a steady supply of water coming through so you can flush things out and you know, we're losing water all the time, not just through eliminating toxins, but we sweat and, you know, stuff goes out in the air. And if you've ever spent any time in the desert, you kind of recognize that you'll sweat and not realize that you're sweating if it's dry because it just sort of comes off of you. And you're like, oh my gosh, I'm really thirsty. <laughs> Hopefully. So that's sort of what happens, you know, and that's why drinking water is so important. The other aspect is that I want to talk about is digestion. And, you know, our liver is a really important organ for elimination. And it has a lot of lymphocytes in it, which is the garbage collectors of the body. 
So our blood also filters through the liver as well. And will the lymphocytes in there and other, other cells will come in and they'll take things that aren't supposed to be there and start detoxifying them. And there's two phases of detoxification um, that, that happen in the liver. And then eventually it sends that out through the digestive tract. Usually this is the fat, uh, the fat-soluble uh, toxins that go out. And it's another reason why drinking water is important because what you do is is you're you're kind of flushing the cells out when you do that. And so a lot of times we our bodies, if it's not eliminating properly, we may not have symptoms, um, but at least not right away. What happens is the body will take a toxin and just shove it into a cell, into a fat cell usually. And this can cause problems long-term because those toxins will start to leak out. So if it's in the nervous system, you'll get neurological symptoms. And if and for many people, it goes into the musculoskeletal system. And so they have, um, you know, joint pain or, or muscle swelling, you know, their legs swell up, that sort of thing. Those are all signs of high levels of toxicity without having elimination working. And if you start the body eliminating better, those symptoms start to decrease. And that's what's really, really interesting about this. And, and one of the ways that I, I work with patients is I'll, I do a detox program, and I've opened this up to non-patients as well. There's a program that you can get on my website. But it's a 21-day detox, and you do lose weight on it. I mean, if you follow it as written, um, you'll lose between 15 and 20 pounds in three weeks. Uh, it, most of my patients love this program. They, they feel like it's a great Kickstarter to, uh, to better health. And it's not just about the weight loss. In fact, I really don't care about the weight loss for the majority of my patients. It's more about how do you detoxify your system and create really good habits that then make you want to do other stuff and, you know, whether it's exercise or take appropriate supplements or um, get a new job. I mean, you just have more energy and so forth. So that I would check it out on the website. It's at uh, askdrgill.com slash products. I'll put the direct link to the program below and you can check it out. Um, So in any case, that's all I have for today. Uh, thank you for joining me uh, this week on the Ask Dr. Gill podcast. Feel free to either email me at questions at askdrgill.com uh, or put a note on the, if you're viewing this on, on the web browser, put a note, uh, you know, send it, put a comment below, and I will be happy to talk about a topic that is relevant to health, well being, physiology, natural medicine. I'm always looking for new topics. I have plenty, but if you have a particular burning one, let me know and we'll go from there. Thanks again.